millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome for, to another episode of Blue Murder Club. My name's Carol, I'm your host and I'm accompanied today by my good friend. Lauren, hello, hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, not bad, thank you. And today we are joined very specially by Vicky Hurst, our statement analyst. So excited, hi mm. Vix. Hello Vicky. Hi. How are you doing? Really good, thank you. Yeah, good. Thanks for thanks for coming on again. Very excited. I love these episodes, Vix, <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> so uh, the other day, well, <clears throat> we uh, covered the case of the Zodiac Killer, didn't we? Yeah. And um, we thought it would be really good to get Vic to analyse a couple of the famous letters. Yeah, I think it's a great call because we've still done the wiser. We've got a few in well, mind. Yeah, we? we managed to solve the Jack the Ripper case when Vicky analysed exactly. them letters. So we thought we'll, do, we'll solve this Zodiac case <laughs> using the same method. <laughs> <laughs> definitely so yeah once this is wrapped up we'll email the, a copy of this recording to the FBI and they can go and arrest the Zodiac okay <laughs> yeah do you think they're too high maybe maybe a smidge but yeah so uh, Zodiac Killer we were just saying this is um, 1960s slash 1970s California Capital, murder capital of the whole world. It's always fucking California. Yeah, always. It, it is. And it's usually when everyone was wearing flares. Yep. So, um, yeah. yeah, it just reminds me of things like the old Friday the 13th films where everyone w- w- wore flares and hitchhiked everywhere. And then yeah. they all got fucking murdered. You're just like, yeah. well... You're doing rudies with your boyfriends. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're a virgin, you might survive. But yeah. I tell you what, if you're not... you yeah. And if you get drunk or, or smoke a spliff, definitely you're going to get murdered by in some horrific way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, um, so, yeah, Vic, so um, I sent you a couple of examples of the letters, didn't I, for you to have a look at. What did you make of it? Um, yeah, not too bad, actually. Not as crazy as Jack the Ripper letters. <laughs> yeah, none of it was written in blood with a half a kidney oh, in it. No, <laughs> there is that. <laughs> so, um, so, so um, what we're going to do is um, just use statement analysis on the written statements from the Zodiac. Yeah. It's the most accurate determining if a person is lying. Um, a person cannot give a lengthy detective, 
deceptive statement rather without revealing that it's a lie and this is because people's words will betray them so we're just going to look really closely at the words see if we can read between the lines yeah we're going to pick out the words and then we're going to nail the zodiac definitely we're getting him (laughs) first of all i couldn't even read the handwriting so i had to find the transcript (laughs) wow i could not understand that at all but here we go so what sorry vix from that what you're saying is he's a doctor (laughs) (laughs) here we go here we go did you did you have a doctor on your suspect list no but doctors always have terrible handwriting (laughs) true Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So this is, um, this is what I've called letter one. It's from the Times-Herald on July the 31st, 1969. I believe from Carol that there was like loads and loads of letters, so I don't know whether this is even in the right order, but this is what I've done. Yeah, this is one of the first ones that he sent through, yeah. Yeah, okay, so this is... Um, I am the killer of the two teenagers last Christmas at Lake Herman and the girl last 4th of July. So the first part of this letter doesn't feel braggy. He's not showing off. It's fact-based. There's no emotion. I've just got to prove who I am. And here's how I'm going to do it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The spelling of Christmas, he puts two S's on the end. And I don't know whether you girls have mentioned this on your podcast or whether you even noticed it or looked into it, but I cannot find any reference of Christmas spelled with two S's at all. Good so, spot. I didn't even notice that. No, I didn't and, notice that. Yeah, the listeners, if anyone can... Figure out. I couldn't find anything. Ooh. Yeah, Christmas spoke two S's at the end. Anyway, just interested me. Christmas. Yeah, well, Matt. That's what I yeah. That's what I, I thought it would be like an older, an older way, or maybe a church way. Yeah. I can't find it. So. Oh. Yeah, yeah that is the correct spelling of the word mass, as in going to mass. mass. Yeah. Ooh. Come up with, like, that's how people in this faith say it or something, but that could be, I don't know, it could be a clue, but I couldn't find anything. Oh, I bet that's um, a clue. Oh, maybe I didn't look very long, I'm not going to lie, but I did look. Okay, so. That's more than what um, I'll do, Vic, so well done. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got some good pronouns in here. Um, to prove this, I shall state some facts which only I and police know, okay? 
So we like pronouns. We like the, the people who use pronouns. He's the killer. Only, he only says once. There's no need to storytell or articulate. There, we're not having any kind of storytelling. No unnecessary language as well. Everything he said is to the point. It needed to be there. Yeah. Um, what I will say about these, um, what do you call them, these facts that he says, I do wonder if he's keeping a notebook because when you hear them, you're going to think they're really specific, right? He actually writes this seven months after he's done it. Right. That this, is, this was being written seven months after the actual... Um, murders. So he says, um, um, one, brand name of ammo, Super X. Mm. Two, 10 shots fired. Three, boy was on back, feet to car. Four, girl was lying on right side, feet to west. I mean, feet to west, that sounds like he's written that down in a notebook. Do you know what I mean? And he's had a compass. Uh, a compass. compass. <laughs> Why he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote that down on my thing. Like, um, how does anyone know where West is? But I have heard Americans refer to a lot of places like that because I was going to say that crossroads is it called? No, what do they call them? Blocks. Yeah, they do. They all know, they all they, know where East is North. They say, "Oh, so and so was last seen heading west on Tenth yeah. Street or something." Yeah, and I think uh, my friend spent a lot of time in um, America. And he said it's because of the way the blocks are laid out. Do you know, they always talk about blocks. Yeah, they're laid they're out in a very, they're laid out in a grid. So and I used to drive an American car and when it tells you what direction you're heading in in your car ah. I don't know whether his car did but mine used to mm. yeah and if so that's after the killing he sat in his car and looked specifically looked at that and made a note of it or mm. you know yeah. I'd, say he, I'd say he's a note taker I would say he's quite particular mm-hmm. methodical um, so the 4th of July, girl was wearing patterned pants, boy was also shot in the knee, brand name of ammo was Western. That's what he uses to say, this is who I am, right? He's proving himself, right? The only really interesting thing in there was boy was also shot in knee. So um, I did make a note of that somewhere. I was wondering if that boy survived. He did. Yeah, was that the second, the second yeah. one? Like Herman, isn't it? This is Lake Herman, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. Lake Herman, yeah. I um, I did wonder whether he survived. Yeah, okay. Boy was also shot in knee. I just thought the word "also" was weird. So, well, Lake Herman was a stabbing. So, so this is the fourth of July thing. This is yeah, so this July. is um, this isn't Lake Herman. This is the Lovers Lane. This is the um, the boy Mike. Uh, I say boy, the nineteen-year-old Michael with his older woman Darlene. The married right. lady, yeah. they were shot. Yeah, but he did survive. He did survive. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, now we get on to. There's a few unnecessary words starting to come. He's starting to talk a bit more now. It's it's like he's laid out this bit. This is the bit he planned out, right? This is what I'm going to say, and he's done it. Now he starts to mm, a little bit of personality starts coming through. He is a cipher, or that is part of one. He doesn't need to say that. He could just say, he was part of a cipher. Yeah. Or that is part of one. Mm. That, that's quite a nice way of speaking, isn't it? And people don't really say that much anymore. But when I hear it, I really like that. Mm. You know when you say, or that is to say, it's a bit like, I think it's quite nice. It's a bit storytelling, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's a bit, yeah. Flowery. Mm-hmm. Flowery language. Like Wind in the Willows or something like that. Mm. I, I kind of, 
I like that kind of language. Um, and so he's just start, yeah, starting to expand, sorry. Um, part, part of one, the other two parts I've been mailed to, the SF Examiner and the SF Chronicle. Fair enough. Um, I want you to print this. So I want is to the point that it's not forceful, it's not demanding. He could have said, you will print this. Print yeah. This, or this printed. He doesn't. I want. Um, cipher on your front page. Front is spelled F-R-U-N-T. Oh, is it? Hmm. Make of that what you will. Hmm. You know, it's really, to look at it, it's jarring on the eye. <laughs> to look at front spelled like that. Yeah, he looks um, horrible. <laughs> it's like really fruit, looks- but not quite. <laughs> Help a dyslexic go out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so cipher on your front page by Fry, F-R-Y, afternoon. It is actually an alternative form of the word front. Ah, okay. Mm. Anglo Norman. And he says Fry, F-R-Y, instead of Friday. We would say F-R-I, wouldn't we? He says Fry. Oh, oh, really? Oh, okay. Right so He writes Fry twice instead of Friday. But do you know what? This fella wrote one of the most difficult ciphers that's ever been. It took 50 years to crack. I'm not surprised that he plays around with words and language. That's what he's doing. He's playing a game, isn't he? Yeah. If you do not do this, I will go on a kill rampage. Fry again, night. So, now we hear the word will. All right? So, mm-hmm. Now he's starting to get, it's definite, it's a promise. And I think we can believe him here. Kill Rampage is extreme, almost to Hollywood language. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Page. It just sounds like some, you know, coming soon to a cinema near you. Mm-hmm. Kill Rampage. Yeah. It just sounds Hollywood. And I'm like, so in the first bit um, is I will go on a Kill Rampage. I'm like, the will bit, I'm believing you here. Mm. Kill Rampage, I'm thinking, you're trying to over, oversell it again. Yeah. It sounds like, I think we've already heard his voice, and this is maybe not quite his voice. This is maybe something else. He's just trying to be but, something, say something. Have a shock vector. Yeah. Um, that will, I, I will go on a Kill Rampage Friday night. That will last the whole weekend. We've got the will again. Repeated language is very important. Is he convincing himself? You know when you say, I will lose weight this week. I will lose weight this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will. Um, then he says, um, cruise around and pick off. I think we're starting to get into storyteller territory here. Mm. Um, he stops speaking as a normal person and just giving his facts and his statements and he starts trying to embellish a bit so he says i will go on a kill rampage friday night that will last the whole weekend i will cruise around and pick off all straight people all couples that are alone then move on to kill some more until i have killed over a dozen people there's a lot of spelling mistakes in that i'm not going to go over him but he's fleshing out his threat this is what he's doing he's starting to overplay his hand all straight people Mm, yeah Say lone people, stray people. Why stray? <laughs> people who are walking alone are not stray. <laughs> Strays are dogs, stray. aren't they? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that's about. There's too much explanation about stray people. There is that phrase, isn't there? Waifs, 
waifs and strays. Maybe like he's a bit old fashioned. Instead of loan, you know, whatever. He starts to sound like a child making a threat. You know, when you are, everyone from my class is doing this thing. Everyone's going to that party. It starts, starts to sound like that now. Yeah, it does. Um, all straight couples, all people that are alone, then move on to kill some more until I've killed over so a what, dozen people. What do you make of that then? What are you inferring from oh, that? It's, uh, yeah, I think the, I think he's going to go on a kill rampage, but I don't think there's going to be 13 plus people. And I don't think he's picking off all straight people and couples. If he's going to do this for more than two days and three nights, there's going to be more than 13. Um, I think these last couple of lines make him sound less assertive and more trying to persuade than the beginning of the letter. The beginning of the letter, I was more convinced. When it gets down to the end, I'm like, I think you're overplaying it, you know? Mm. It sounds like it's not quite his voice. It sounds like he's trying to be something else, like Lauren said, maybe the shock factor. So... My conclusion of that first letter is that um, it's not particularly showy, it's direct and to the point. He wants something done, so he does what he needs to do to get it. It's, it's lovely, it's perfect. You know, cheese yeah. for cheese. Yeah. It doesn't sound like too hot until he gets to the if you don't part. So he's great with his, this is what I'm going to do, this is how I'm going to convince you, this is what you're going to do. Once he gets to the if you don't do it, this is when it just becomes uh, more... He does do that, though. He does over-exaggerate in a lot of his letters. But in that in that letter, doesn't he say, once you break this cipher, you'll find my name? No, not in this one. Oh, okay. Um, or, or in the other one. Sorry. So I think it's fact statements, and it's, it's almost professional at the beginning, and then the threat part, the part where he's <clears> threatening them, yeah. feels false, not sincere. Yeah, and he also does it with his killings, like he does an overkill. I mentioned that on our episode tonight. He mm. does love an overkill, and this seems like an overkill, but of his letters, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just a yeah, bit yeah, showy. Beautiful until the end He wants attention. That's, yeah. That's, that's what he really wants. Yeah. So, um, my conclusion there is, if I was to be asked by the police about the threat level, I would say the kill rampage is real. Even though he sounds like he's talking himself into it, I believe he will kill some people, definitely not one or two, but maybe, or most probably, not more than a dozen. That's what I would say about that. You guys obviously probably have the numbers there, so you'll know mm -hmm. if I'm right or wrong. Well, there's no way of knowing how many he killed, because they never caught him. That big rampage thing, did that happen? No. Oh no, no, it didn't. They printed it, and then the cipher was cracked. Yeah, yeah he, his demand was if they don't do it, he will go on that rampage. Yeah. So that's they yeah. did print it. Yeah, so they printed he it. He got his way. Yeah. So my conclusion was, I do believe him. I think he was definitely going to go for more than two, probably maybe even more than three. But there was no way he was going to go up to the dozen. It wasn't. It wasn't in his language. It wasn't there. Mm. Uh, but I think he probably would have taken out a few. So anyway, the next one I've got, the other one I've got, is, um, I don't actually have a date on this, I'm afraid. This is the one that says, this is the Zodiac speaking. Okay. okay. Um, this is after the taxi driver. You know when he cut a bit of the cloth off? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is, this is this one. So this letter says, this is the Zodiac speaking. I am the murderer of the taxi driver. It sounds like he's taking ownership of the taxi driver as well in that one. So what I've got for this one is that... Okay. So unnecessary word here is speaking. This right. is the Zodiac. 
Why do we need the word speaking? He's not speaking, he's writing. He's not speaking, is he? It no. sounds like a pilot. This is your captain speaking. Yes. <laughs> do you get that? That's, that's the only time I've heard that phrase. This is the Zodiac speaking. I think in American schools, they sometimes have these microphones and they say things like, this is your principal speaking. Yes, they do. I've seen it so, on Greece. Yeah. That's the next true to life, is it? That's it, a documentary. It is. Um, yeah, I'm just looking through my notes now to see if I've got a principal or a pilot that may use this term in day-to-day -day life. <laughs> <laughs> like you think, this is the Zodiac speaking, you're not speaking. Yeah. And the only two times I've ever heard that sentence said, so that's interesting. I can just um, picture him pressing a button speaking into a mic. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he wants to be doing. Or do they do that in prisons that, in America? Oh, that's true. Prison, what do you call them? Warden. Warden, like. yeah. Anyway, that, um, that's weird. You don't need to say the word speaking, so you're obviously going to look at why he said the word speaking. He does say as well, this is the Zodiac speaking, but he doesn't capitalise the. He capitalises Z, Zodiac, but not the. So it's like... He's Zodiac, he's not the Zodiac, he's Zodiac. Do you know if you think it's about his Mark name? Yeah. yeah. It's not like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he's Zodiac. the Hulk? Yeah, he doesn't capitalise the the, so it's not the. The. He's just, this is the Zodiac speaking. Vic, just to Vic sorry, just to answer your question, he sent this two days after he shot the taxi driver. So it was uh, the 13th of October, 1969. Okie dokes. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Uh, yeah, just a little bit, yeah, a couple of months after the first one then. Yeah. So when he says, I am the murderer of the taxi driver, I like that. He could have said, I'm responsible for the murder of, or I'm the man who killed. But he says, I am the murderer of. He's taking ownership of not just the murder, but of the taxi driver. Think about when you hear that. Usually you'd say, I am the mother of, 
Yeah. I am the wife of. It's you're you're taking ownership for that person, aren't you? Yeah. I am the murderer of. You don't see that a lot with murderers either, do you? You don't see them say, like, I am the murderer of. Mm. They don't. I'm responsible for, or I killed, or, uh, you know. Yeah. I am the murderer of taxi driver. It just really sounds like he's taking ownership of that guy, of that taxi driver, of that. Yeah, that's how I read it. I am the mother of, or I'm the wife of, or I'm the daughter of. It's how you say, isn't it? So, yeah, he's definitely taking ownership. Um in quite a nice a nice way really it's a familial thing isn't it yeah maybe he had a chat with this guy or don't know you know i suppose a lot of these victims he didn't he wasn't able to talk to because it was just shoot to kill mate i don't know maybe he did have a something with his taxi driver i don't know but he's he's taking ownership from me in quite a nice way i think yeah um so we got oh yeah this one is, right, uh, over by the Washington Street and Maple Street last night. To prove this, here is a blood-stained piece of his shirt. Um, then he says, I am the same man who did in the people. So he starts his sentence in exactly the same way. I am the murderer of, I am the same man who did in. Um, he, by starting that sentence in the same way it's like it's quite important to him i think this whole thing about the shirt is unnecessary i mean he could have just sent it in they would have figured it out but he likes to tell them what he's done you know he's starting to show off a bit show off yeah and he really wants to establish who he is so he said i am the murderer of i am the same man he's really trying to establish himself and he uses the word man and that interested me a bit i thought that um you know, I am the same man who did in the people. He's chose these words, right? Very specifically chose these words. You could say, um, I'm the murderer of the people in the North Bay area. You've already said I'm the murderer of. He says, I am the same man. It sounds like he's quite proud to be a man. He really wants to be a man. Um, he wants to be known as a man. Right. He's chose the word. He's chose to put that word in. He started the sentence in exactly the same way. Why didn't he say, I am the same Oh, I am the murderer who did in the people. Yeah. He says, I am the same man. I think he's quite important to himself. He kind of likes himself here. Right. So just himself as a man kind of means something, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm, yeah. He's quite proud of himself, I think. Um. So then he says, did in, not murderer of. He changes his language again. Um. He, the people this time, so the first guy had a name, he was the, he, you know, he labelled, he was the taxi driver. Now it's, I'm the same man who did in the people in the North Bay area. Maybe they're not as important to him. For some reason, the taxi driver, I feel like he had a bit of something with him. A, a bit, bit of, of connection, yeah. He was quite important to him. These are just people that he did in. So, yeah, that is, um, he's kind of dismissing them a little bit here. He says... The SF police could have caught me last night if they had searched the park properly instead of holding road races with their motorcycles. So SF is unnecessary. We don't. I'm guessing he's saying San Francisco, but yeah, it is. He, yeah, he just says SF. That's unnecessary. We don't need that in there. It could be the police could have caught me last night. He's telling them specifically it's them for some reason. Is he familiar with them, or is he just wanting to flaunt to them in particular? Mm. 
if they had searched the park properly. Now, I like this phrase. I think it's really efficient. He doesn't say if they'd searched the park, you know, not thoroughly. Or he says it. He says if they'd searched the park properly. It's like he's telling them they didn't do their job properly. It was improper. Mm. I like that phrase. Yeah. There's many ways you could say that, and I like that. If they had searched the park properly, it's telling them they did it wrong. It's kind of like he's holding them accountable, isn't it? Yep. Um, instead of holding road races with a motorcycle, seeing who could make the most noise, he's telling us something about his personality here. So when he says searched, that, that thoroughly thing, um, then he seems like he's taunting and laughing at them, showing them up, letting them know what he saw and heard, everything. Motorcycle sounds old-fashioned, but this was a while ago. We would say motorbikes now, wouldn't we? But yeah. Motorcycle. Is that a clue or would that have been common language back then? Maybe motorcycle would have been. I know my dad still sort of says bicycle where we would just say bike. So maybe it is an old-fashioned thing. Um, it could be an Americanism as well. Be, it could just be that old-fashioned language that you call it a motorcycle. Um, I think in American so films and shows, they do call them motorcycles. Motorcycles, and we'd I say think motorcycle, so. Yeah. We? So that's common, common language then. Mm. Um, he says that... The car drivers should have just parked their cars and sat there quietly waiting for me to come out of cover. So twice in this little bit, he's talked about noise and quiet. So I'm going to say um, that he's showing them how simple it would have been. If they'd have made no noise or no fuss, they could have done this thing. If they'd have done things properly, quietly, strategically, with no noise and no fuss and no showing off, they'd have got their job done. And I think that's telling you a lot about the man. I think maybe he's a quiet man. He's not a fan of loud noises or showy behaviour. I would say his personality is going to be somebody like that, you know, that kind of person who doesn't like all this kind of... Fanfare. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Which is really weird when you think about who we're talking about. But let's just say that we're talking about someone who's perhaps very quiet and doesn't like loud noises and doesn't like, maybe he's not going to be the kind of guy who's going to go into crowds and parties. Um, He likes quiet. And to him, quiet and properly are really important. And noise and showing off on motorcycles and cars is what what makes you stupid. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about his personality there. He does not give a lot of weight. then we've got this bit about the we've got this bit about the bus, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. So he says he threatens uh, some a school bus, doesn't he? Yeah, just just goes into it straight away for no reason. School children make nice targets. I think I shall wipe out a school bus some morning. Just shoot out the front tire and then pick off the kiddies as they come bouncing out. Okay, so I think he is. Pretty articulate here. He's able to condense his language without too many unneeded words. The whole paragraph sounds like another taunt, though. He's really enjoying rubbing the police's face in this, so he has another go. It starts to sound sing-songy, almost like a children's story. He says, school children make nice targets. Nice. Why nice? Why not good? Why nice? He's trying to make a nice little sing-songy story. Um, he says... This is the first time in the letters that I've seen that he says the word think. So he's not sure. He doesn't use think about children being targets. School children make nice targets. Yeah. I think 
I shall. Quite determined about the first bit, the second bit. I think I shall. I think I will. Sounds more definite. Yeah. Shall. I think I shall. That sounds wishy-washy. Yeah. You don't particularly want to do it, maybe. I will wipe out a school bus some morning. Some morning, again, is whimsical. It's not a direct threat. Then he says, pick off the kiddies as they come bouncing out. Pick off kiddies bouncing out. It's too sweet. It's too sing-songy. It's got that same ring to it, like a nursery rhyme. He's so full of himself from, like, last night or the night before, whatever, getting away with that in the park. It sounds like he's so buoyed up that he's loving writing this. He's almost with glee, and it doesn't sound like a real threat to me. So let me just say this to you as I would read this to a child. School children make nice targets. I think I shall wipe out a school bus some morning. Just shoot out the front tire and then pick off the kiddies as they come bouncing out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Nursery rhyme or a nursery tale or something. It doesn't sound like a real threat. No. So the last little bit, my conclusion of that is, if I was to be asked by the police what the threat level was there, I would conclude that the school bus threat is not true. Maybe he likes the fantasy of it, but his language does not tell me that he's seriously going to do it. Now, tell me, girls, did he shoot out a school bus? No, he no, didn't. He didn't. They did take it seriously, though. They did. They they put um like uh, like rangers and yeah. police, like armed guards and stuff on loads and loads of different um, school buses for ages, and they. I think every time a school bus slowed down at a junction, the, the kids had a little drill where they ducked in their seats. So, wow. yeah, they did take it really seriously they at the did, time. Yeah. but, yeah, he I didn't, he do, didn't do it. You could have said, oh, Vicky, you killed 23 kids on one bus, you know, but <laughs> I felt that strongly, I felt yeah. that. No, good, good for you to put your neck on the line there, because yeah. you're right, he didn't, he didn't do it. He was, he was, he was a bluff. There you go. That is all I got from those two letters. I'm oh, Vicks, so, well done. Well done, Vic. Now I liked it. He did write a ton of letters, but obviously there was no way to tell which ones were true and which which ones were hoaxes. Oh, yeah. So these two are definitely confirmed because obviously he sent the scrap of material, mm-hmm. and then the first one he gave details that only he would know. So yeah. they are hundred percent are the zodiac. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that gives us a decent. To be honest, the way you described him, that's how I imagine a man who is obsessed with ciphers to behave. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a quite studious person, isn't he? Yeah. He's just constantly scribbling away, doing puzzles and ciphers. Yeah. And that's why I said to you when we was trying to decide who done it, not one of the suspects was someone who was into puzzles. No. And you just think someone who's written a cipher that's that In complex. Depth. Yeah. They must do it all the time they must be so clever and they must be so studious and they would it would be quite a niche thing in it writing mm. codes yeah, you think they'd stand out like a sore thumb but like you say he's quiet he's under the radar he's not yeah unassuming so i'm guessing unassuming. that's how he's got away with it for so long mm, exactly yeah, he, sounds, he sounds like one of those people that's just sneery and they're so clever and everyone else is so stupid and he's just going to sit back and sneer at police with their noise mm. and look at me you know if you'd have done your job properly um you know yeah. who he reminds me of the guy out of seven the killer in seven. Oh yeah <laughs> yeah that kind of thing isn't it very quiet full of sort of full of bitterness really Not yeah much yeah you can't even rage there at all no i'd say he's quite contemptuous but he's like he reminds me of um that michael sams the one who was the blackmailer who ends up um, kidnapping Stephanie Slater years and years ago 
and he was a very bright man but he used his um intelligence to extort money and this this fella here doesn't seem to have any reason to do what he does it's like he seems to be really bright. He writes all these ciphers and stuff. And then he just well, kills people for no reason. It's just... It do not add up. No. You'd think he'd be trying to extort money. Like, he'd kidnap someone and get away with it, probably, yeah. because he's so clever. But yeah. it just... It's weird, isn't it, why somebody who's obviously that bright just... Just goes around killing people. Yeah. The whole thing about you, Zodiac's weird. Yeah, the Unabomber, he... He wanted something, didn't he? He wanted to get his point across. He wanted everyone to agree with him, with his dance on technology and stuff. Yes. So, because he did pretty much the same, didn't he? You know, yeah. obviously different everything, but the same sort of thing. But yeah, Zodiac, what does he want? Yeah, what yeah. does he want? He never says what he wants. He doesn't have any mm. demands. And that's why it's such an odd case. Obviously, because we never found out who he was mm-hmm. as well yet. Yet. <laughs> I'm on the case, girls. So now you've pointed out that extra S on Christmas. I think it's just a matter of days before we, so- before yeah. we solve it, to be honest. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Vicky, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, my love. We know how hard you work on these cases and we really appreciate it. You give us such I'm, a fresh insight. You're very welcome. I love it. Oh, well, I love listening to it. <laughs> and we hope you love listening listening to it too, everybody. So thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Uh, take care. Bye, Vicky. Bye. Bye, uh, honey. Bye, Lauren. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.